Today I'd like to give some teachings from the great master of Thailand, Achan Cha. I have a lot of admiration for him because he taught in a way that allowed his students to realize the deep meaning of life, not just in intensive retreat like this, but in our everyday living. He says, go to the center of the room and put one chair in the center. Take one seat in the center of the room. Open the doors and windows and see who comes to visit. You will witness all kinds of scenes and actors, all kinds of temptations and stories, everything imaginable. Your only job is to stay in your seat. You will see it arise and pass. And out of this, wisdom and understanding will come. Wherever we are, whether we're someplace very special like this on retreat, where all the conditions are as conducive as possible to our deepening into the Dharma, or whether we're in the midst of our lives, at home, or even here in between our sitting and our walking, doing our yogi jobs, going on our walks around the loop or in the forest. If we can just stay open and centered, balanced, stabilized in our breath, in our bodies, in our metta practice, whichever are the unique ways for you to stabilize your mind, and heart. If we can stay centered within ourselves, we can face life with a mind and heart that's ready to see impermanence, not just being awakened by it all the time, but we can go into life actually with the intention of seeing it in everything we face. In this way, it can be very freeing. It can be very interesting to do it in this way. Many times I come to my sitting after having the kind of wake-up call over and over again to see impermanence. I finally decide to come into the sitting or my walking or open the day with, I'm going to face this day with the mind of impermanence just being willing to see it. I know, I I admit, it's not easy to do that. So sometimes we see it on the level of the aging process in ourselves or in others. Of course, this takes a lot of compassion, a lot of being able to touch it without turning away. Sometimes we see it it, bring, it brings about kind of an anguish when we see death around us with our close family or our friends. Maybe there's some impending death or there's something we've, we're still facing from the past, a death of the family. Sometimes we realize impermanence or anicca in retrospect I've been here 
various times already on retreat myself. And sometimes I've sat in the evening enjoying a cup of tea at sunset. And all of a sudden it occurs to me, what happened to that sorrow that I had in the beginning of the day? Or that great wanting or yearning to go home? Where is that now? It's gone. I'm just sitting here enjoying the cup of tea, the sunset, in its various impermanent ways. Sometimes there's a subtle sensing of anger forming when something triggers us from the environment. We notice the oncoming of tightness in the belly or the chest, the heat in the face or the hands, the empty echoes of habitual thought patterns, just doing their thing, saying the same old things over and over again. We know we don't have to pay that much attention to them. They just arise and pass away. Sometimes it's realizing how swiftly a thought appears as soon as it's noticed. And if we're not wanting to lean into the thought, it just goes and it doesn't come back. All these imprints of impermanence in the mind are not wasted on wisdom. Wisdom is gaining strength many times in our day, even though we don't acknowledge that fact to ourselves. It's not that we have to be in this deep, profound moment-to-moment experience all the time. That happens, it comes up. We don't have to force our minds to go there. It comes up when conditions are ripe, when the moment-to-moment seeing of the arising, the changing, or the dissolving experience of that moment is seen very clearly. So I just want to accentuate that it's not that we have to experience this all the time. So in these ways we learn to live in alignment with how things are. And our hearts go through life with an abiding sense of well-being. We don't have to worry about whether we're learning these lessons, these understandings of deep, profound anicca. They're happening. Just settle back. Take it all in. Be in the center of your life. Find that balance that stabilizing place for yourself as you're sitting or walking, doing your yogi job. Receptive, gentle ways of receiving life, arising and passing away. So again, I'd like to read from a book that uh, Jack Cornfield wrote about his teacher and the ways of his life when he was at the monastery in Thailand of Achan Cha. And the name of this piece is called The Leaves Will Always Fall. Every day or two, the open grounds and walkways of the monastery must be swept clear of the leaves that fall in every Asian season. For the large open areas, the monks will team up and with long-handled bamboo brooms extended, sweep like a dust storm 
clearing all the leaves in their path. Sweeping is so satisfying. All the while, the forest continues to give its teachings. The leaves fall, the monks sweep, and yet, even while the sweeping continues and the near end of the long path is being cleared, the monks look back to the far end they have already swept and see a new scattering of leaves already starting to cover their work. Our, le- our lives are like the breath, like the growing and falling leaves, says Achansha. When we can really understand about falling leaves, we can sweep the paths every day and have great happiness in our lives on this changing earth.